0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hello, everyone. This episode of Luke's English Podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. If you'd like to get a free audio book, just go to audibletrial.com forward slash teacher Luke, or click one of the buttons on my website that says Audible. Okay, just do that. You can get a free audiobook. All of the details are on my website. Okay, now let's get started with this new episode. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Luke's English Podcast. In this episode, we're going to plan a bank robbery. Not a real one. Um, if any police are listening to this, then I should say it's just a simulation. I'm not actually going to rob a bank. So relax. Eat another donut. It's fine. Uh, this, this is the bank robbery episode, and I hope that it involves uh, the usual magic ingredients of a good episode of Luke's English Podcast. Authentic spoken English, native speakers communicating naturally, presentation of some specific language in context, the voices of some of my friends, a sense of fun and imagination, the usual things. That's the idea anyway. I hope that you will stay engaged throughout this episode. I suggest that you imagine uh, what you would say And do if you were there in the room with us, as ever, you can leave your comments on the page for this episode at teacherluke.co.uk. Basically, in this one, you're going to hear a group of my friends do a communication game in which they have to plan a bank robbery. We'll listen to the whole meeting, hear their plan come together, and then find out what actually happens in their version of the robbery. We'll also consider some of the language used in the planning process. If it makes it more exciting, Let me tell you that the stakes are very high in this episode. The team could get away with about £200 million in gold, cash and diamonds, or die trying. So what's going to happen? How will the team organise the perfect bank heist? What language will emerge during the process? Will the team survive and escape with the money? Or will they just get caught red-handed by the police in a dramatic shootout situation? Listen and find out, because this is the bank robbery episode. So hello and welcome to The Bank Robbery. Sometimes in my classes at school, I give my students big communication tasks. These are like team building exercises which test the communicative competences of the group. This episode is based on one of those games. And it's it's all about sharing information and working together as a group to come up with the right plan. Um, If the team members share the information well, then they might end up being rich because they'll get a successful robbery. If they don't communicate properly, they'll probably miss some vital details, and they'll get arrested, or even worse, killed by the police, shot to death with bullets. Um, So, of course, no one actually gets killed. It's just a simulation, don't worry. But if it helps bring more drama to the episode, then yes, you can imagine that there is real money involved and real cops and real guns and real bullets and all that kind of stuff. The bank robbery game gives students the chance to practice speaking in a scenario that's like a typical business meeting but with a fun twist – They can also get some feedback on their communication skills. Um, So um, I find it fascinating to see how students deal with this game, especially from a language point of view, but also from a behavioral point of view. And I've always wondered how a group of native speakers would handle it, and that's what you're going to get in this episode. Um, All right, so ladies and gentlemen, I think it's now time for you to meet the team. So hello, gang. How are you? Hi. 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 So we have uh, Paul Taylor, Amber Minogue, Sebastian Marks here in, in the room. This is the team that I've assembled. Um, I've, I've been wondering who is going to play uh, you in the movie version of this bank robbery. I was thinking, Paul, that you could be maybe Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, it's the obvious choice. Harry Potter himself or, failing that, Tom Hardy. Tom
3: Hardy. Do you prefer that? Tom Hardy. Uh, yeah, I do. I like actually. Tom Hardy. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm not as well built as him. I think he's but, uh, more. He's more appropriate for a bank robbery movie. <laughs> I
1: think Tom Hardy could um, feature in this bank robbery. Okay. Yeah. I've got a role for him planned. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little a kind of a
2: romantic scene. Maybe. Okay.
3: yeah he's definitely going in the back door what oh <laughs> <laughs> okay
2: uh that was, a, that was a joke that was a rude that was a rude, was a rude joke there from paul taylor from the beginning um so paul taylor played by daniel radcliffe or tom hardy uh amber minogue here who um i wonder who could play you anne hathaway Yeah. No? Um,
0: but as as Catwoman. would Would you
2: prefer it if she was dressed as Catwoman yes
0: well we're we're talking about a heist a heist heist kind
2: of uh...
1: I'll, I'll accept that
2: okay um, and then we've got Sebastian Marks who could be yeah. played by Woody Allen
0: I was, I was going to say Ryan Gosling but
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> the driver so, uh,
0: he's so, the, driver. Yeah, the driver yeah you know, so, talk- I was thinking somewhere yeah. in between Woody Allen and, and Ryan Gosling
2: okay somewhere between Woody Allen and, and Ryan Gosling okay?
1: bastard yeah. child of Woody yeah. Allen <laughs> and Ryan Gosling, Ryan
2: Gosling. <laughs> okay so guys thank you very much for coming to this meeting uh, I've brought you together today because you have a very specific set of skills <laughs> skills that allow you to communicate effectively in English, skills that could be utilised in order to plan something as a group, like a buffet dinner or, or a bank robbery, uh, skills that um, I take a keen interest in as a teacher of English as a foreign language and skills that my listeners, the Lepsters as they're known, uh, (laughs) may enjoy observing through their ears via the the medium of Luke's English podcast, which has won a number of of awards for being the best blog for learners of English, even though it's not a blog, it's a podcast. (laughs) Okay. yeah. (laughs) So basically what I'm getting at is that I've brought you all together this afternoon in order to record you doing a communication exercise, because I think it will be interesting for my listeners to hear. Okay. I might be wrong. It could be dull as hell, and that sort of depends on you lot, but let's see. And maybe depends on the game that I've organized for you. So um, you're going to have to work together as a team in order to achieve a shared objective. Um, your success in the task depends on your management of information. I may have s- already said this before. <laughs> I have a habit of repeating myself on the podcast, as you may be aware. Um, the stakes are particularly high because you're going to organise a bank robbery. If you succeed, you could escape with millions of pounds. I've already, yeah, I've already or said that. we might get killed. You, yes. We know. Okay. Can okay. we okay, start it is, it. It's, it's okay. not a real bank face, okay. is it? Okay. It's, not, no. it's just a simulation. Okay. Here's the situation. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a gang of specialist bank robbers. Think Oceans Eleven, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You've identified a small bank in West London. Admittedly, it's not as glamorous as Las Vegas, but never mind. This is a bank which you know is about to receive a delivery of a hundred pounds in gold bullion. The £100 bank hundred sorry, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I I'll got I'll
0: go another bank. It's a really small bank, isn't
2: it? <laughs> True, a hundred pounds. Admittedly, is not enough. I... That's a mistake. It's a hundred million pounds. <laughs> okay, that's more, that's like, more like it. it. Yeah. In gold bullion, which is you know those big gold bars that we all love, that um, like Goldfinger had in like, yeah, yeah Toblerone, sort of Toblerone style gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hundred million pounds in gold bullion. The bank also, uh, you know, has cash reserves of twenty million pounds in its vault. One
3: hundred and twenty million.
2: Yeah, there may also be some diamonds in the bank which you could take as well.
0: Mm-hmm. How what? much does that convert to euros? Yeah.
2: Um, it's what, 120 million pounds. It's probably about 160 million euros. Okay. Something like okay, that. Okay, fine. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. How's the exchange What's rate? Sure it? it's even more dollars. It. It's even more in yeah. dollars. Mm-hmm. So so you could make upwards of 120 million. That's at least 40 million each, if my maths is good. Mm. Not mm-hmm. to be sniffed at, right? Anyway, <laughs> let me tell you about the bank. The bank is situated on a street corner. It has a, It has one main entrance... That's a glass double door, which... You, there it is. There's a map here, which you, you should be able to see on the website. Um, well, it is. That's the corner of the street. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's the corner, the corner it's of the street. Corner. There's the main entrance. I'm reading maps. Mm. The bank... The whole bank is on the corner okay. of the street. Bank, yeah. Okay. I wonder if these bank robbers are going to survive. I might call in some <laughs> extra cops. <just> to <laughs> make it anyway. Um, so, uh, it has the main entrance at the front, uh, a double glass door, and a smaller security entrance on the side. And that is a solid, uh, protected security door. It's quite a small bank with a main room for doing business with customers and a small back office on the ground floor and a medium-sized vault in the basement. The money, that's the gold, the cash, and possibly some diamonds is kept in the vault, which is protected by a solid locked door. Imagine a solid metal door with a huge lock on it, okay? Uh, Now, you three are the core members of the group, but you can't do this alone. Because you will need some assistance, especially from people with, uh, you know, specialised skills specific to organised theft like this. Luckily, you have a few connections in the criminal underworld and you can choose a maximum of two other specialists to help you. Okay, here's a list of the other gang members that you could employ and you will get more information about them. At when we start the game properly, because this is still the introduction. <laughs> 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 right. Okay, so here are the names of the, the possible people. There's six possible people. You can choose two. Uh, you've got the driver, uh, the shooter, the inside man, the safe cracker, the tunnel expert, and Jimmy the informant. Okay. What
3: are our skills? Do we have any specific You're skills? You're good
2: at speaking English. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Great. That helps. Now, but also, your your you're, you're
1: uh, the planners.
2: Yeah, you're organising okay. this. Your criminal masterminds. All right, that's that's what it is. Good. So you um. So here are the things that you need to decide on. You've got to choose the day on which you will do the robbery, the time of the robbery, the which two gang members you're going to bring with you, the entrance. How are you going to enter the bank? Uh, masks. Will you wear masks or not? Guns. Will you bring guns or not? The vault. How are you actually going to get into the vault? Uh, valuables. What exactly will you steal? So the gold, the money, the, the cash, the diamonds—all three. Um, today is Saturday, the first of October. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're planning to rob the bank next week. That's the week Saturday. Yeah, that's no, that's the week starting on Monday, because that's when the gold and other money will be in the bank. You've left it a little bit late, to be honest. Okay, so we're robbing the bank in 2 days. Well, you've got you got a window of a, of Monday a week. Monday to Friday. Monday till the following Monday. Well, the banks are closed on Monday in France, so Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, that might that might be a problem. There's on Saturday morning. This is a bank in West London, don't forget. Oh, it is. Yeah, sorry. Mm. Imagine you're in London in this in this situation where things are actually open. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Helpfully open. Okay. So so basically today's Saturday and you can start on Monday and you've got a week. So You have left it a little bit late, considering you haven't planned anything. But, you know, what the hell. Um, So, But you spent a lot of time watching the bank and collecting information uh, to help you plan the the perfect crime. And I've written this information on small pieces of paper. Small pieces of paper. And I'll deal it out to you all randomly in a minute. You'll need to share the information, pool your knowledge. uh, And you can't show each other the... The information, you can't actually, you can't share, you can't move them around. You can only uh, share it by spoken communication, all right? Um, Please listen carefully to each other as this information is crucial to the success of the bank robbery, Um, okay? When you're ready, you can present your plan to Luke, that's me, and the listeners, that's the Lepsters, and then I will tell you the final result of your bank robbery. We'll actually find out what happens in the robbery based on your plan. There are a few different ways to complete the task and steal the money, but only one of those approaches will allow you to get away with the most money possible, Mm. okay? Um, Some options will will get you arrested, and some options will get you killed. Um, Some options will allow you to escape with only some of the money, and only one option, as I've already mentioned, uh, will allow you to escape (laughs) with the maximum amount of money with no loss of life or jail time. So I'm the games master or the the dungeon master and I'm just going to sit back and let you get on with it. I might give you bits of guidance and advice at times. I'm a bit like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, Paul, use the crowbar. So that kind of thing. <laughs> um you can you can use you can ask me questions if you want. I might help or I might just be a bit mysterious and and just say something like that is a question which only the sands of time may reveal or sorry I can't answer that. Okay? Is uh, everything clear? I have a question. Yeah. So,
3: ultimately, the, the goal of us, the goal of this whole exercise is for us to fill out these and then come back to you with this. Yeah. And then based upon the choices we've made on the daytime, all this kind of stuff, that's when you'll tell us yeah. we've succeeded or not.
2: Okay. So, you fulfill those things, come up with a, a plan that includes all those things, and then I'll tell you what happens. Okay. Um, okay. So, I'm now going to hand out uh, all of the information. Oh,
3: and we also need, oh, gang members too. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. 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 Okay.
2: So. So we start. Um, yeah, I'm just going to hand it out and, and then we can start. Okay. Right. So while the team are reading the information that I've just handed out to them, I'd like to talk to you about a few things to help you follow the meeting more easily. Okay, so they're not listening to me. This, I'm doing this in post-production now. So basically the team at this point is looking at uh, various key information, which is on small pieces of paper. And the information that they're reading relates to these things. So there's info about the money, uh, what exactly is available and when it's available. Um, And I can tell you that there is only one particular period next week when the gold, cash and diamonds are in the bank at the same time. So they have to find that key period if they want to get all the money. Uh, There's information about the day and the time, just basically like when the bank is open, when the money is in the bank, and other information about the best time and day to do the robbery, including things like uh, information about traffic, extra security in the bank, and hours of daylight, okay? Um, Gang members, they'll read some information about those extra gang members, Um, so that's uh, info about the five other team members that they could employ for the robbery, and they can pick two. And it's quite important that they pick the right ones because certain gang members are crucial for the robbery and other gang members will cause your robbery to go horribly wrong. So they have to make sure they get the right people. Um, The entrance, there's information about different ways to enter the bank and get into the vault. And essentially, it's either through the front door, uh, just through the front door like, like customers, or through a side door when the gold is delivered, Or through an underground tunnel directly into the vault. So three possibilities. Which is the best one? Front door, side door, underground tunnel. Which one? Um, Masks. So will the team wear masks or not? Um, And basically with the masks on, the team's identities will be protected from CCTV. That's CCTV. That's closed circuit television. That's video cameras, security cameras. But everyone, if they go in with masks, everyone will instantly know it's a robbery. Okay, so um, that's masks. Guns, uh, will the team use guns or not? Uh, guns will allow the team to persuade the bank staff to do things quickly, but they also could be dangerous, okay? So lots of information that the, the team have got. And I I would now like to actually read to you all of the information that they have in their hands, okay? Um, that's just so that you will know everything that they know and it should help you to follow their meeting more easily, Okay. Also, if you listen to all of this information, it might allow you to work out your own plan as well. Um, so I'm now going to read through all the information that, that they've got. And by the way, all of this information and all of the stuff relating to the bank robbery here, it's all uh, on the page for this episode at teacherluke.co.uk. So if you find it difficult to follow, you can go to the website, find the page for this episode, and you can actually read through a lot of the information there. So you could even read and listen at the same time if you wanted to okay so now listen to all the relevant information I'll try to make it clear for you Um, you can listen carefully try to make your own plan think about the best day and the best time see what you think okay so let me now go through this information so um, some money about some money some information about the the money so the bank will receive the gold bullion that's those big bars of gold at 11 a.m on Tuesday the 4th of October. Remember that the meeting takes place on Saturday the 1st. So the bank will actually receive the money on Tuesday the 4th. The the gold, that is. The gold arrives on Tuesday the 4th, but it will be removed from the vault on Monday the 10th. So basically Tuesday until Monday, that's when the gold is in the the bank. Um, When the gold is delivered at the bank, Two security guards always take it through a back door and down the stairs into the vault, and this takes about five minutes, okay? Uh, The gold is easiest to steal when the security guards are taking it from the van to the vault. So, there's a moment there where it's uh, the gold is a little bit exposed, okay? So, that could be a a time to to actually grab the gold. Uh, The gold and cash, though, Both the gold and the cash are fitted with anti-theft devices such as paint and a tracking device. So paint means that if you steal the gold and try to open the package, it will explode paint all over you, permanent paint. And the tracking device basically allows the police or the security to follow the location of the device using some sort of GPS system, okay? Uh, so, stealing the gold uh, when it's being delivered might not be the best idea because of those reasons. Um, the £20 million in cash will be removed from the vault on Friday evening. So, there's £20 million in cash in there, but that's going to be removed on Friday evening, okay? Um, now, um You've also just discovered that the vault will also contain 80 million pounds of diamonds next week. And they arrive on Wednesday evening, but they will be removed on the evening of Friday the 7th of October. So there there are 80 million pounds of diamonds in the bank between the end of Wednesday evening and uh, the end of Friday evening. So there's like that small window when you can get both the you can get the gold, the cash and the diamonds. So, Thursday, Friday, okay? It takes approximately 10 minutes to fill your bags with gold, cash, and any other valuables, okay? So, once you've got into the vault, it'll take 10 minutes to get all of the stuff into the into the bags, okay? Um, opening hours for the bank. The bank is open from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. Monday to Friday, and the bank is closed on Saturday and Sunday, okay? So, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday to Friday. When the bank is closed... The doors are very securely sealed and protected, and it's impossible to break in when the bank is closed. So if the yeah if, if you want to go in through the front door or the side door, it has to be done during opening hours. The side door of the bank is reinforced and it cannot be opened from the outside. So basically, you can't get in that side door unless someone opens it from the inside. Uh, the bank is unstaffed at night. And nobody is in the bank after 8 p.m. Okay, so after 8 p.m., once the bank is closed, the bank is empty. Um, And that includes the weekend when the bank is closed. The sun always goes down at 6 p.m. And the sun comes up at 6 a.m. So after 6 p.m., it will be dark, all right? Um, A robbery in the morning will be more of a surprise. And the police tend to be slower in the morning, as they are usually... Eating donuts and drinking coffee, or as this is an English robbery, maybe they're uh, eating toast and drinking tea, I suppose, in a nearby cafe. So, in the morning, basically, the police are a bit slower because they're less prepared, because they're drinking tea. Um, you are more likely to be identified by witnesses during daylight hours. So, if you escape from the bank with some drama, you run out of the bank with big bags, into a car, and you drive away, you're much more likely to be identified because everyone can see you clearly in the daylight. But a robbery in the dark is more likely to be a success, uh, not just because people won't be able to identify you because it's, it'll be dark, but also because the roads are quieter and so it will be easier to escape by car in the dark. Also, there's less traffic on the street at night, okay? Um So nobody goes into the bank at the weekend, uh, and the bank after leaving the bank on Friday evening, the next member of staff to come back is the security guard, and he arrives on Monday morning at 7am. So basically, over the whole weekend, the bank is empty. Um, Friday is the busiest day in the bank, and the bank employs two extra security guards armed with Remington shotguns on this day, and they stay in the bank from 8am until 8pm. So basically, Friday... On Friday, there are two security guards with Remington shotguns. Uh, Remington shotguns, well, Remington is a, a brand of uh, shotgun from the United States of America. They're those kind of pump action shotguns that you see in the movies. You know, like, for example, uh, the shotgun that Arnold Schwarzenegger has in the Terminator movie. Ch-ch-ch- you know that kind of thing that's a remington shotgun so there are two well armed security guards in the bank all day on friday and they both have remington shotguns by the way remington also is the name of a brand that makes uh, razors for shaving your face and you'll hear that the team uh, kind of uh, briefly get confused between the shotgun brand and the the brand of razors for shaving anyway uh friday security guards in the shop in the in the bank um You'll find it very difficult to get away from the bank quickly in the morning because of bad traffic. So, even though the police are delayed in the morning, you will also be delayed because the traffic is worse because of rush hour. Um, You can enter the bank by the front door, but you will appear on the CCTV cameras in the front entrance. Okay, remember CCTV, that stands for closed circuit television. That basically means security cameras. Uh, When the bank alarm is set off, the police are automatically called and they will take approximately 15 minutes to arrive at the bank. All right, So that's when the, after the alarm is set off, you've got 15 minutes before the police arrive, unless it's the morning. The police will take an extra five minutes to arrive at the bank in the morning because of busy traffic and because they'll be, they'll be eating uh, toast and drinking tea in a local cafe. It will take approximately five minutes to persuade a staff member to open the vault for you. Okay, so think about that. Five minutes to persuade a staff member to open the vault and then 10 minutes to fill your bags in the vault. And it takes the police 15 minutes to arrive. All right. So if you do it like that, the police will arrive at the same time that you're leaving. If you have guns, you will quickly be able to persuade the staff to open the vault for you. Just point the gun at the the person and say, open the vault and they will do it immediately. So you won't need to spend more time trying to persuade them. But robbery with guns is more serious than robbery without guns and therefore it carries a much stricter prison sentence. Also, the police are more more likely to open fire on you. They're more likely to shoot at you if you are armed. Okay, so that's some information about guns. Uh, Masks. You can use masks to hide your identity and they will prevent you from being identified during the robbery. But if you enter the bank wearing masks, the staff and customers will immediately know it's a robbery and the alarm will be set off. Okay, so if you walk into the entrance, the CCTV cameras will see you in masks. The other staff will see you. Immediately, the alarm will be set off. You've got 15 minutes from there. There is a disused shop opposite the bank. So this relates to the tunnel option. Okay. Uh, There is a disused shop opposite the bank, and the shop has a basement with an earthen floor. What's an earthen floor? Well, basically, it's a floor that's not concrete. It's like a soft floor with just like the earth, like you would get outside in a field. It's got an earthen floor, so it's very easy to dig, basically, into the earthen floor. Uh, And also, next to the, the, the shop, there is a vacant space where you could put all the soil that you would dig out of the ground, okay? And the shop is available for rental, Hmm. But it will take full five uh, it'll take five full days and five full nights to dig a tunnel from the shop to the bank vault. And it will take 24 hours to arrange rental of the shop uh, opposite the bank. The rental office is closed on Sundays. So what does that mean? It means that if you plan to tunnel from the shop into the vault, you need to rent the shop as quickly as possible. Now, tomorrow Sunday the, the rental office is closed. So they have to uh, rent on Monday. That means they'll have 24 hours of the, rent, the rental being processed and then they will be able to start digging on Tuesday. But it takes them five full days and five full nights to dig the tunnel. So when are they going to get into the vault? If they choose to do the tunnel, work it out. Um, to rent the shop opposite the bank, you need to provide your name, Uh, your ID number and your address, which is a bit of a problem uh, because the police might be able to trace you through those details. Um, But the shop owner might accept a fake name and fake ID if you bribe him with at least £5 million. Okay, So to bribe someone, remember, that would mean giving someone money in order to persuade them to do something criminal. Sometimes people bribe the police, for example, uh, in this case, you could bribe the shop owner to accept a fake name and fake ID, uh, but you'll need to give him five million pounds to do that okay now uh, at the end of this information, I'm just going to give you some some um, info about uh the other team members. in fact, it's six i th- I thought it was five team members, in fact, there are six so here here's some information about those team members. so you have the driver. The driver is an excellent getaway driver. He's a professional stunt driver and he can escape from anyone, traffic permitting. Okay, so as long as the traffic uh, allows it, he can escape from anyone, which basically means um, he can escape from anyone, but if there's big traffic, like for example, in the morning, then he might have trouble. Um, That's the driver. The shooter, The shooter is an expert with a shotgun, and his speciality is crowd control and hostage situations. He's just spent 10 years in prison after his last bank job went wrong, and he absolutely hates the police because they killed his brother. Okay. Um, The third person is the safe cracker. The safe cracker can open any lock in just two minutes, so you know a safe it 's like a heavy metal box with a lock on the front, and the safe cracker can crack open any any safe he can get into any safe in just two minutes, and that includes vaults as well. He also does vaults just two minutes so if you 've got the safe cracker, you can get into the vault in just two minutes. okay The inside man works in the bank this is the inside man okay the inside man works in the bank as a clerk. He knows about everything that goes on inside the bank and he can delay the alarm by five minutes. Also, he can give you blueprints of the vault and his knowledge of the vault is essential if you plan to tunnel in. Basically, you need him to tell you where to enter the vault by tunnel, okay? All right, so the inside man is useful for two things. One, if you're going to tunnel in because he'll tell you the location of the vault and secondly, he can delay the alarm by five minutes. All right. Um, Next person is Jimmy the informant. An informant is someone who gives information to the police, basically. And Jimmy the informant has a close relationship with the police. And for the right price, he will tell you everything that the police know about your bank job. Uh, But he wants 10 million pounds for this information. And he's not particularly loyal to anyone okay? He's not loyal to you and he's not loyal to the cops. Can he be trusted? And then finally, we have the tunnel expert. And the tunnel expert is brilliant at digging tunnels. Without him, it will take you seven days and seven nights to dig the tunnel. And even then, it might not reach the bank vault correctly, okay? So, basically, if you plan to tunnel in, you need the tunnel expert. Otherwise, it's going to take too long and you might go in the wrong direction, okay? So that's all the information. Now you know all the information that the team have. So in fact, at this point, you know more than the team as a whole because you've already heard everything. Um, In fact... Perhaps you have some ideas about a plan of your own. If you were paying attention just now, and if you're clever, you could probably work out the best plan already. You might even have an idea in your head or a few ideas. I understand it might be difficult to follow all the information in this, but I suggest that you just keep listening anyway. Even if you don't understand absolutely everything, it's fine. Um, In a moment, you will listen to the team sharing the information that you've already heard, so you'll hear those things again, which I hope will help you to follow things. And then you will hear them start to build their plan. There's a police siren in the background. I hope that they're not coming for me. I hope not. No, they're driving away. It's fine. That was close. Okay, we're okay. Um, so um, just before we listen to the meeting, though, I would like to now just turn your attention to some language, okay? So, um, you're going to hear a bunch of native speakers having a meeting to plan something. So, let's consider some of the language that native speakers use in this kind of situation. So, here is some language that you might hear. Essentially, you're going to hear them sharing information, giving information, asking for information, then evaluating that information and making conclusions, Uh, also rejecting irrelevant information, making suggestions interrupting each other, stopping people from interrupting, and then agreeing with each other too. So how do how does the team do these things? Here is some language. Again, you can read all of this stuff on the page for this episode of Luke's English Podcast. You're welcome, by the way, for that. Uh, you're welcome. And I suggest that you do that. You take a please do take advantage of all the information that I present to you because I have put some time into typing all of this out and publishing it on the website. And I think that you, if you really want to make the most of this episode, then you would check out all of the phrases and sentences and stuff that um, the team are reading and all the, the language that I'm presenting to you. I think that's the best way to make the most of this. Um, okay, so um, let's look at language for summarising and rephrasing. So, summarising is really important in meetings because, let's say, for example, one person said something and in order to show that you're listening and that you've understood, you can just summarise very quickly what they've said. Now, that's a skill that you have to try and practice, but summarising shows that you've understood. It also clarifies a statement and establishes the information in the group's knowledge, okay? Um, so how do we do this? Well, when you're giving information, you might quickly summarise your point at the beginning with a very short introduction. Then you give the details and then you summarise it again. And that's done in only just a few words, okay? Remember to try and keep it short and simple. Uh, for example, here we go. Um, I, think I think tunnelling in is not such a good idea because if we tunnel in, we can only get half the money, So, tunnelling is not an option. Okay? Did you see that? Did you hear that? So, summarise the point. I think tunnelling in is not such a good idea. Okay? That's the summary at the beginning. Then you give the details, because if we tunnel in, we can only get half the money. And then you conclude by summarising it again. So, tunnelling is not an option. Okay? Um, Also, uh, when someone says something, you can summarise what they said. So, for example, someone might say, um, apparently, if we tunnel in, we can only get half the money. And so, that another person could say, right, so tunneling's not an option. Okay? Um, what about giving information? Well, it's important to signpost the point that you're making. Okay? For example, can I just say one thing about time? It fits in. Can I just say one thing about time? It um, Rather than just saying the point about time, you 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 briefly introduce it by saying, can I just say one thing about time? Also, we can kind of interrupt or, or uh, get into the meeting, make our point heard by using that phrase, can I just say, can I just say one thing about time or can I just, okay? Can I just is a sort of magic phrase because it allows you to interrupt and say something. Can I just ask a question? Can I just interrupt you there? Can I just say one thing about time? Okay. Uh, Another way of doing that would be to say timing-wise. So timing-wise. Wise, Wise, that's W-I-S-E, is a way of basically saying regarding time. So timing-wise or money-wise, meaning about time or uh, about timing or about money. So timing-wise, the 20 million in cash will be removed uh, you know, on a certain day. Okay, so timing-wise, just shows signposts that you're going to talk about timing. Um, also, you could say, speaking of, so speaking of Remingtons, that's when someone else has been talking about Remingtons, and you want to add a point about it. So, speaking of Remingtons, it says here that the two Remington guys will be in the in the bank on Friday. Okay. Um, also, the word regarding. So regarding time. Or even, I've got some more things regarding time here. And then you mention the things you have regarding time. Okay, so that's giving information and signposting the information that you're about to give. Um, What about if you want to ask for information? So here are some phrases that you you might hear in this conversation. So you've got, what have you got? What what have you got? Which is basically like, what do you have? What have you got? Uh, What else have you got in terms of timing? What else have you got in terms of timing? Okay, so in terms of is a nice linking phrase, meaning regarding or about or timing wise. Okay, what else have you got regarding timing? What else have you got about timing? What else have you got in terms of timing? Or what else have you got timing wise? Okay, um, and then is that all you've got for timing? Is that all you've got for timing? Notice that this particular group of native speakers are using have got instead of just have. What have you got? rather than, what do you have? And, is that all you've got? Instead of, is that all you have? They're basically the same. What have you got? What do you have? Basically the same thing. But it's just interesting to note that these native speakers are saying, have got, rather than just have. Um, Do we know when the bank is open? Do we know when the bank is open? Now, that's what's interesting about that is uh, the use of we. Do we know when the bank is open, not when not do you know when the bank is open, but do we know? And often, when you are talking as a group, when you are making a when when you are trying to work towards a shared objective, um, it can be useful to use the word "we" as a collective thing. So, do we know when the bank is open? That just allows the group to think as one unit, okay? And do we know when the bank is open? Is just encouraging the team to think about what what's the collective knowledge, not individual knowledge but what does the group know okay um and who are the other people that could who are the other people that could help us okay that's fairly straightforward and when's the gold going to be delivered again pretty straightforward but that's a passive structure can you repeat that when's the gold going to be delivered okay so that's asking for information um what about making conclusions okay what about if you're making conclusions so i mentioned before Um, you know, people are sharing information, and um, you need to interpret the information, evaluate the information, and make conclusions based on that information, okay? So, for example, you'd say, so, we can't do it on Monday. And it seems that so is a really important word here. So, it's, it's not complicated, right? You've got to try and keep it simple, and words like so allow you to do that. So, so is a word that signposts that you're making a conclusion. I know you know what so means. Of course you do. It's like, you know, one of those words that uh, you learn at the beginning. Um, But it's just interesting to note that so is used as a way of kind of just making a conclusion. It's like a signpost which tells the group, this is a conclusion. So, we can't do it on Monday. Or so, this means... And there's another little phrase that's useful for just interpreting the information and just making a conclusion. So, this means we have to do it on Thursday. Okay, um... Also, you're going to hear the the expression, isn't an option. And if you say something is not an option or it isn't really an option, it just means it's not possible. Okay? For example, tunnelling isn't really an option. Okay? Um, Seems. Seems like. Okay? Seems like. uh, For example, Thursday seems like a good spot right now. uh, Which is a bit like looks like. I mean, you're not saying Thursday is a good spot. You're just saying, based on the evidence, it looks like Thursday is a good spot. So, Thursday seems like a good spot right now. Um, it seems like it's closed at the weekend. Um, if we tunnel, we can get some stuff. All right, I don't know why that one's in there. That's a first conditional. Uh, Wednesday doesn't seem to be a good day, okay? Um, so, that's using seem can just make the sentence slightly more tentative, meaning you're not completely sure, but it just looks like that's the case. Um, clarifying or when you don't hear something. So obviously, it's quite normal in meetings that, you know, you're going to miss something. You don't quite hear what someone said. So um, you're going to hear in this conversation someone saying, Sorry, um, 8 a.m. to... That means they didn't catch the opening hours of the bank, which, you know, are 8 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So someone probably said, So the bank's open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And I think it's Sebastian who says, sorry, 8 a.m. 2, okay? Uh, And uh, you might hear, sorry, I missed what you said. Um, And just clarifying if other people didn't understand, you can say, let me say that again, and then you say it again. Not the most complicated language, but it's just interesting to see how little words, magic words, for example, even simple things can be used to manage uh, the clear understanding and clear communication. So, there are a few different magic words, um, and I call them magic words. They're just little words that uh, have um, a big function. For example, sorry. Uh, and sorry is a magic word as a, um, which you can use to interrupt. So, um, sorry, can I just ask a question? Or sorry, was it 8am to what, for example? So, sorry is a way of interrupting. Um, and hold on, Hold on is a magic phrase which is used to just make someone wait. So if you want someone to wait, like, for example, if you haven't finished, you just say hold on. Um, okay. Um, obviously, we have so, uh, which are used to make a conclusion. So tunneling isn't really an option. And then seems, as I said before. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Um, making suggestions. Uh, we've got I wonder. I wonder if. Sh- I wonder if we should do this. Uh, I wonder if we should do this. Um, let's, as well, of course. Um, you know, let's forget about that, or let's let's look at uh, let's look at Thursday, for example. Let's and remember, whenever you said let's, you can put shall we at the end. Let's look at Thursday, shall we? Okay, for making suggestions. Um, shall we on its own? Um, shall we? It's just a, a very common way to make suggestions. So, shall we say no guns, for example, or shall we? Shall we choose guns, um, suggesting to choose guns for example let 's think about how we can get in the back door, for example, and uh, I would say I would say after six p m is best okay, so just these are all things that you 're going to hear in the meeting, and i 'm just highlighting them here because it 's just interesting to see how language is used in this functional way um, you 're going to hear, probably hear some conditionals. Um, In fact, uh, yeah, you will hear some conditionals. In fact, surprisingly enough, zero conditionals. Um, So if we look at zero conditionals, first conditionals, and second conditionals, okay, Uh, zero conditionals are things like if we do it on Monday. So it's like if, and then a present tense, and then another present tense, okay? That's a zero conditional. Um, And that's used when the speakers think that... These future conditions will be absolute facts, that they'll definitely happen. And it's interesting that zero conditional means it's an absolute fact. It's considered to be an absolute fact. First conditional, using will, um, means that the speakers just think it's a realistic event. They th- it, they think it will probably happen. And then second conditionals, that's where you have if and then a past tense and then would, would. Um, that means the speakers think they're unlikely, so they consider them to just be hypothetical things. All right. So, for example, the zero conditionals, which are considered to be absolute facts, would be things like, so if we do it on Monday, the gold is gone. Not if we do it on Monday, the gold will be gone, but if we do it on Monday, the gold is gone. Total fact. If we, if we um, want to get everything, we can't tunnel in. Not if we want to get everything, we won't be able to tunnel in. But if we want to get everything, we can't tunnel in. If we tunnel, we can get some stuff, but we're aiming for all of it. Okay. If we go in with masks, everyone knows right away. So it's kind of like almost like a timeless fact. It's so certain that time isn't really involved. Um, if we have the safe cracker, we don't need to persuade anyone. Okay, and then we've got first conditionals. The speakers think that, you know, this is a realistic future thing. It'll probably happen. For example, if you go in with masks, they'll know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then second conditionals, or at least using would to talk about hypothetical future. Uh, for example, the inside man would save us more time. Okay, so um, I've just gone through some language there that you're going to hear in the meeting. So Uh, I hope that you can keep up with all of this. I understand that this episode is a bit complex and that you're trying to hold all of this information about the bank robbery in your head and the language considerations and just to try and follow this conversation with many people speaking. I think it's a good exercise. So now let's listen to the rest of the meeting and you can consider how do native speakers manage information in a meeting and also will they come up with the right plan. Okay, so let's carry on. And uh, we're going to start listening to the meeting. I expect this will be two episodes. But let's now listen to the first part of this bank robbery meeting. Here we go. The,
1: the, thing, the thing is, there seems to be we're very much directed by... You know, it's not, it's not a free choice. We can't decide, let's do a smash and grab or a, yep. an inside job or a, or a tunnel. We have to, you know, all this information Assess. is telling us an answer. So there is a right and a wrong way because I'd already invented my whole way.
3: Uh. See, I wonder whether we go through these. So day, so if we say day and then we go through all the information around...
1: Well, well some of my information is very positive. It sort of seems to tell me like, if you do this, a good thing will happen. Mm. So, um, for example... I can say it, can't I? Don't yeah, go, okay. let's go. Let's do so it. So it sort of says um, uh, a robbery in the dark is more likely to be a success because the roads are quieter, so uh, and it'll be easier to escape. So that's like a sort of telling, implying, do it in the dark. But that's only if it's a kind of tunnel-in type of robbery. Because there's different types of robberies. There could be a tunnel-in type of robbery. Obviously, you want to do it at night. Or there could be a sort of full, full frontal robbery where you go in with guns and stuff. Or there could be a sort of sneaky robbery where you have an inside man. I think mm. there's three types of robberies. So that's my opinion. Okay. And we need to choose one. And then whichever one we choose, there's a way to make well, it work.
0: Well, we don't really have to define what kind. I think we just need to define get, get the answers to the specific questions.
3: Yeah. So let's start with day. So let's go through all the information we have around uh, around the time. So the the little clocks next to it. So you're saying that there's less. uh, What was the thing?
1: Uh, We're less likely to be identified at night. Okay. Okay. Um, And you're more likely to be identified in the day. So that makes sense.
3: What else have you got Um,
1: in terms of time? It says uh, it takes about ten minutes to fill up your bags with cash and stuff. Um, And then it talks a bit about tunneling. So my information is kind of saying if you want to tunnel, you should do it at night. Um, And it says it'll take five nights, five days and nights to dig a tunnel from the shop to the bank. And it will take 24 hours to arrange a rental of the shop opposite the bank. So if you wanted to rent the shop opposite and tunnel underneath, you should do it at night. And it will take you five days to like get there. Okay. So Um, we
3: could tunnel in from this shop over here. Mm hmm and that would take 5 days to tunnel
1: providing our extra man was a tunnel expert because without him it will take 7 days
3: yeah well, we're definitely- uh, well, we would definitely oh we well, we okay so we would definitely need a tunnel man all right so that's that's if we wanted the
1: tunnel approach okay what else but have you got in terms of timing in terms of, timing? of if we go for the tunnel approach it i i do know that when the banks close the doors are secure they're secure and protected so it says it's impossible to break in but that doesn't necessarily exclude a, a tunnel um, that's what it. are
3: the timing is that? All well, you've got for timing? Do, do we
0: do
1: yeah. we
3: know when the bank is open? Yeah, so I've got some information on the, on that. So the bank is open from eight am to eight pm, mm-hmm. Monday to Friday. So eight am to 8, eight to eight. So yeah, eight to eight Monday to Friday. Wow, it's a well, that's to, a, to a, bank it's a UK hour, right? yeah, it's efficient British wow. bank. Stay yeah, open. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to move in England. It's closed <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Uh, more things regarding time here. Uh, when the bank alarm is set off, the police are automatically called. They will take pro- approximately 15 minutes to arrive at the bank. Okay. Um, another time thing, it will take approximately five minutes to persuade a staff member to open the vault for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's I guess a gunpoint. Yeah.
1: Can I, I say one thing about time what? just to add? there yeah. it fits in because one of my other men was my inside men he works at the bank as a clerk he knows everything that goes on inside the bank he can delay the alarm by five minutes so if we had an inside man just in terms of timing yeah. we can add five minutes onto our alarm okay um, and he can also give you blueprints to the vaults good oh. uh, his knowledge of the vault is essential if you plan to tunnel in so if we choose to tunnel we need and a tunnel expert and the inside man okay so that. That's just one way of getting in.
3: I have something against the tunneling.
1: Yeah, it sounds rubbish, but it did work (laughs) in London very recently and all those diamonds were stolen. So maybe tunneling is good.
3: So timing wise, the 20 million in cash that we are potentially going to steal will be removed from the vault on Friday evening. Friday the 7th. Uh, Friday the, yeah, I guess Friday the 7th. Uh, so it's going to take five days
1: and five nights,
3: which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, so we could still tunnel in.
1: No, we couldn't because we need to. We need to hire that shop to tunnel. We can't just tunnel from the street.
3: And it takes twenty four hours.
1: Though. Well, and it takes twenty four hours to Saturday. sort out the shop.
3: It's Saturday, so we could. It could take twenty four hours. We could. It's not Saturday. It is. It's Saturday, the first of October.
1: It's Saturday today. Yeah. Is it okay? Um,
3: Saturday the first of October. So we do have one day tomorrow no, to get the shop
1: because the shop. It will take you twenty-four hours to arrange the rental of the shop opposite the bank. The rental offices are closed on Sunday, all right, so, so we can't. So, because we couldn't sort it out today, if it's Saturday, and get it done by today, week.
2: That's what that means. Yes, that means we would get it on Monday. You, would uh, get it on Monday,
3: um, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, um,
1: So we can't tunnel in, basically. All right. Well,
3: maybe not. Let's let's let me. I've got some more timings. So. Um, just information here a robbery in the morning will be more of a surprise and the police tend to be slower in the morning as they're usually eating donuts and drinking coffee
1: in the UK maybe having a bit of toast it's just, it's
3: tea and toast
1: tea it's and a Hollywood trumpets.
3: movie
0: being filmed in London
3: yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> uh, Friday is the busiest day in the bank the bank employs two extra security guards armed with Remington shotguns on this day they stay in the bank from 8 to 8
2: Remington <laughs>
3: I think Remington is a... Uh...
2: Remington fuzz away. No, Remington, they make... They make I, I don't have my <laughs> microphone, all right? They make shavers. Look, Remington are a well-known brand. They make American <laughs> shotguns. You know, like in the average kind of uh, uh, bank heist movie when they've got those American-style... Sh- That's a Remington shotgun. They also them. make okay. razors. all right, all
1: oh, right. All right.
3: right, the police will take five extra minutes to arrive at the bank in the morning because of busy traffic and because they'll be eating... Donuts and coffee This information is similar to your podcast, Luke Where it's repetitive This is great uh, <laughs> There is less traffic on the street at night we would already established that yeah. So that's all my timings What about you, Seb? I, I have several uh, We have just discovered that the vault will also contain
0: 80 pounds, 80 million pounds Of uh, diamonds next week They arrive on Wednesday evening But they will be removed on the evening of Friday The 7th of October Okay The gold will be removed from the vault on Monday, the 10th of October at 8 a.m. The bank will receive the gold uh, at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, the 4th of October. So it seems like it has to kind of be in the second part of the week.
1: Sort
0: of Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Wednesday, well, it's, uh, they arrive, the diamonds arrive Wednesday evening, so it looks like it's going so to be more Thursday. Thursday. Thursday being that Friday is uh, he- the Remington day. It could be. <laughs> 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 we don't want to get the
1: Remingtons involved.
0: That's <laughs> well, when they have so, extra security? Uh, why? Is, uh, I don't know. Okay, so I'm, it looks like. So we're heading timing, for Thursday. It could Thursday be, or it could be Friday
3: morning because. Because
1: um, they're slower in the morning.
0: They're slower in the morning, but they have Remingtons.
1: But they've got Remingtons. On-site Remingtons.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. So speaking of Remingtons, I have a point here about robbery with guns is more serious than robbery without guns and therefore carries a much stricter prison sentence. Although Also, the police are more likely to open fire on you if you're armed. So maybe Thursday seems like a good spot right now
0: well I also um, just about Mm -hmm. the morning you will find it very difficult to get away from the bank quickly in the morning because of bad traffic Um.
3: yeah
1: we get traffic too
0: and the sun goes down at 6pm the sun comes up at 6am alright
1: so uh, maybe
3: Thursday evening after 6pm
0: yeah I'm sorry no (laughs) one goes into the bank at the weekend after leaving the bank on Friday evening the next member of staff to come back is the security guard he arrives on Monday morning at 7am So So
1: it's closed on the weekend. It
0: seems like it's closed on the weekends, and it seems that being that things leave, um, that the diamonds will leave in the evening of uh, Friday 7th uh, of of October, that if we do it the weekend, we'll lose... And the the
3: cash will be gone by then as well.
0: Oh, the cash is gone,
3: okay. The 20 million in cash. Didn't we have 100 million in cash? 100 100 million in gold bullion. Oh, sorry, there's gold, there's cash, and there's... Okay, there's... Oh, the gold, when the gold is... The
0: gold arrives on Tuesday... 11
3: a.m. So it needs to be after Tuesday, otherwise...
0: We're, Definitely. We're, okay. And Wednesday doesn't seem like a good idea, being that the diamonds arrive Wednesday evening.
2: Okay.
3: What time does the day arrive on Wednesday evening, does it say? No. Nope.
2: It's 8 p.m. Okay. No, so just, just before closing time, 7.30 p.m. Okay.
1: But was there a reason that we it sort of excluded the... T- because if we do it after Friday, everything's gone. That's what we're saying. If Thursday is our optimal day... At least day. the diamonds are gone. The Diamonds cash
0: again. is gone. The gold will be removed from the vault on Monday, uh, October 10th. Luke,
3: sorry. Yeah. Luke, uh, remind me of, or remind us, there's one option where we get all of it. Yes. Okay.
1: So we can aim for it all. Yes. So we can aim for Okay, it all. so let's aim for everything. So, yeah. because well, if, if do, we right? aim for everything, we can't tunnel in because it takes us too long. So tunneling in you know, that thurs, entrance, thursday
2: we won't it be takes able.
1: five days and nights. Okay.
2: By it the takes, way, sorry, a point about the tunneling. If you want to rent it, because it's closed on Sunday. You have to rent it on Monday. You'll get it on Tuesday. Yeah, so we're, we're going the, the shop.
1: T- so Tuesday, so, you know. Tunneling does like Friday to Sunday. So if we tunnel, we can get some stuff, and it's and it could work. But, but we're aiming for all of it. We're aiming for all of it. So kind of tunneling for us isn't really an option. So we're aiming for a Thursday break-in. Now we need to decide if it's a full frontal break-in or a sneaky inside job break-in. Just I the, think. the
0: bank is unstaffed that night. Nobody's in the bank after 8 p.m. Wanted to share that info.
1: Okay. But But when the bank is closed, the doors are very securely sealed and protected. It's impossible, if we believe this, to break in when the bank is closed. Mm -hmm. So this means we have to do it on Thursday when the bank is open. If we're not tunnelling and we can't break in when it's closed, we have to go in full frontal.
2: Hello, listeners. How are you doing? Are you managing to follow the whole meeting? It looks like they've decided that the tunnel is not the best option for them. If they went by the tunnel, they wouldn't be able to get um, all of the uh, money. They'd only be able to get some of it. Um, And it looks like they're beginning to favour... Uh, a full frontal entrance, which is what uh, Amber is saying, meaning that they might choose to go in by the front. So if they do do that, they will obviously need to decide on which day and what time on that day. Also, they will need to decide which uh, other gang members they're going to choose to take with them. Are they going to take the shooter with his shotgun? Are they going to take the driver, uh, the safe cracker, uh, the inside man, Uh, or are they going to go with Jimmy the informant? It's. It looks like they're not going to go with the tunnel, so the tunnel expert is probably out. Um, so, those things are still outstanding. Um, have you been noticing some of the language being used in this, uh, in, in this meeting? Uh, I wonder if you have. This is going to be the end of this episode now. I'm going to stop the interview. If you actually want to know what happens, and if you want to find out the solution to this bank robbery uh, puzzle then you'll need to listen to the next episode of Luke's English Podcast. But this is the end of this one. Uh, so hold tight. Leave your comments on the page for this episode. If you think you've got some ideas, if you think that you know the best way to uh, get into this bank and steal all of this cash. Obviously, it's a simulated bank robbery, just uh, just to remind you. Uh, I don't think you needed to be reminded. But anyway, uh, if you've got any ideas, what do you think? What's the best way to rob this bank? Uh, leave your comments on the page for this episode. Um, And if you want to find out exactly what happens next, you'll need to hold on and wait for the next episode of Luke's English Podcast. So this is the end of the bank robbery, part one.
3: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription... You will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash info